recently furloughed. Imagine this, 10 years, the same brand, the same job, blood, sweat, tears, your whole heart poured into what you love doing for the company you love doing it for and the people that you love doing it with. Mm -hmm. And the whole world comes shattering down. And you're told, hey, thanks, but no thanks, but we don't need you. That's okay, because your natural reaction would be to turn to the neighboring company for an opportunity similar to the one that you just were furloughed from. But guess what? They too are experiencing the same worldwide pandemic and you and your teammates have all been furloughed. What do you do next? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned into the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and sitting in the hot seat today <laughs> is Laura Hartman. Laura is the founder of Heart and Faith. H&F Redefined. H&F Redefined. <laughs> yes. Heart and Faith Redefined. H&F, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Redefined. Mm -hmm. It is a brand. It but is it is, a brand. It is a brand mm -hmm. that is specifically geared towards your term, innovators. Correct. Innovators are those people that we just described. It's the people that are amazing at what they do, but due to this worldwide pandemic, they're finding themselves needing to pivot and find a new career or create a new career, much like our guest, Laura, has had to do mm -hmm. with her new brand. So Laura, welcome to the, to the Loan Officer Podcast. Thank you, it's great to be here. Thank you for taking the time to drive all the way across town during a almost tropical storm. Yes. <laughs> Leave your, uh, find a place for your two boys to go hang out mm -hmm. while uh, you can spend time with us. But I've been on your blog. It is awesome. Thank like you. absolutely awesome. Uh, full disclosure, I jumped on it thinking, <laughs> okay, Laura's coming in at a, as a guest. I need to do some some quick research, some quick background. And like an hour later, I was still there because I was reading like on I was on my third blog. I uh, read you know, read your story, read Gladys' story. Mm -hmm. I've checked out some of your innovators. I love Jen and her tonic. Um, <laughs> really like really her. really cool <laughs> stuff. But instead of me trying to best describe what I experienced mm -hmm. by going to your your website, by, by attending your blog, mm -hmm. let me know what's the inspiration behind it okay. and what is it? All right. Well, again, wonderful to be here. I appreciate your kind words and sentiments about our writing. Mm -hmm. We're very, very proud of what we've built. Um, but H&F Redefined was created and co-founded by myself and my best friend, Gladi Cologne, who unfortunately can't be here today. She's the faith and you're the heart. She's the faith, I'm the heart. Um, and essentially it was kind of that eureka moment or uh, I guess you could call it light bulb moment, which is kind of a plan words to a new series that we released uh, last week. Um, but we, we call it a brand because it's organically developing into a lot of different things. Um, Gladdy and I, it, it really kind of the core of it really – really is grounded by my relationship with my friend and the unique parallels that the two of us have had over the course of our friendship, which is now you know, over 20 years. Um, we met in our intro to hospitality course at the UCF Rosen of College of Hospitality. Go Knights. Exact. Go Knights. Um, and I, we were paired in, in a group project and, you know, we're completely different personalities, you know, and, and not even I'm the blonde one, she's the brunette one, but totally just night and day different personalities. 
a, a lot of similarities, but kind of like, you know, it, if you meet us or know us, you know that we're kind of these different extremes. Yeah, she's the yin to your yang it, and, and vice versa. 100%. I have one of those friends. Yeah, yeah. And, you, you know, you just, you're, you're kindred soul. And um, we essentially got paired up in a group project and just hit it off. And she had to come over to my apartment and we were working on it. And we just, I think we both realized very early that we are extremely competitive we're extremely talented and if we don't pair up now we're going to be competing with yeah. one another <laughs> for the rest of our careers and so we had this crazy work ethic and crazy drive that i think we just also we so well respected in one another and it can be really frustrating when you're on a group project i think that's in college or high school it's you either love them or you hate them because it's like the dreaded group project. The second the teacher tells you who you're going to be paired with, you're just like, oh, that guy or that kid. You know, they never pull their weight. Um, so Gladdy and I used to immediately hear a group project. We would team up right away and then kind of handpick our people. But at the very least, we always knew we at least you and I are <laughs> going to get this thing done and it's going to be the best. And we're going to go up there and present. And we're going to kill it. And at least we know that part. Um, and we just kind of came up, we just had that relationship and it just grew over the course of the four years that we were there. And we ended up, um, taking on, uh, uh, we ended up joining NACE, which is the National Association of Catering Executives, which is a huge local chapter of catering and event professionals. And they had a student chapter at Rosen. So she and I, of course, wanted to be involved in, in everything to meet everybody and, you know, make sure that the second a job was available, they looked at us first. And, and for those that don't <laughs> know, the UCF's Rosen School mm -hmm. of Hospitality Management is year in, year out, I want to say top three in the nation. Uh, yeah, if I mean, not, if not yeah. number one, yeah. mm -hmm. I know they jockey sometimes number one, sometimes they're not. But right. if if you are looking to go to college for hospitality management, University of Central Florida's Rosen School yeah. is the jam. That's yeah. that is the place you should be looking. Right. Or in your case, you did look because you came all the way in from yeah. Missouri yes, to, exactly, to, yeah. to go to UCF for yeah. this particular degree, Correct. Yeah. Uh, which is where you met Gladdy. Exactly. Yeah. And then you were ended up at we won't name names, but working together out of, <laughs> yeah. outside of college, you ended up working together. Yeah, exactly. Still. So we ended up uh, graduating college um, after kind of, you know, our, as we left, we were president, vice president of that student chapter of NACE. Um, and, you know, Did right you flip a coin on that? Like who decided who uh, got She to was actually president first and then her sister, I can't remember exactly, but somehow they, they were involved first and then they kind of brought me into it. And we produced a big event at the college campus together. That was kind of our first like collaboration together. Um, and then from there, we went to, we both ended up getting a job at the same property, um, downtown Orlando. Um, we had kind of, you know, we were both in catering and hospitality or catering and events at that property, but um, just stayed really connected. We ended up living together for four, four and a half years. Um, from that brand, we both got recruited within like a month or two of each other by somebody else that knew us to the previous brand that we just left. After 10 and plus years, right? Ten, yeah, 10, 11 years. Um, and we just in the past, yeah, a couple, I was laid off officially in August and she actually uh, was still furloughed up until about a month ago, um, but was 
lucky to get a phone call for another for another job. So that's and why she's not here today. <laughs> so she's been reintroduced into the workforce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was both of you being furloughed, obviously yes. having the bond that yeah. you have. I think right. I read on your blog that your mm-hmm. kids call her Aunt Gladdy. Auntie Gladdy. Auntie yes. Gladdy. Mm-hmm. Um, Stinky, actually, is what the four-year-old calls her. Oh, that's phenomenal. <laughs> I hope that sticks. <laughs> oh, it I, does, yeah. I, no, I, I, I hope mm-hmm. when he's like 19 or 20 and he's yeah. going off to college that he calls his aunt, his, I, his Auntie Stinky. That yeah. would be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, but but you all were furloughed, and then you yeah. didn't just let that get you down, mm-hmm. no. which it's easy to right. Yeah. It's easy to be like, oh, woe is me. This totally sucks. Yeah. Um, the sky's falling. This is the end of the world. But you didn't. Right. You yeah. you use this probably that same drive that you had yeah. almost twenty years ago mm-hmm. when the two of you met. Yeah. And you launched this brand. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sp- and I'm purposely calling it. It's a brand. Yes, it I is. Mean, Cause it's really we we call it a brand because we're the brand. At the end of the day, it's really about us and our unique parallels and. You know, uh, we're we're trying to be a little unconventional with not just putting out another social media brand or, you know, at the end of the day, it's the vibe, the design, the the imagery, um, the way we write our stories and, you know, kind of tease about one another or pull each other into the stories. At the end of the day, that's the core of what this brand is. And from there, it develops into our network and what we're passionate about. And we used to say in that intro to hospitality class, one day when when we're one day we're going to start an event company together. We kind of identified one another as okay. uh, you know people like that. That okay, we're obviously going to be good at this. So one day we're going to start an event company. Well, you know you need experience and credentials <laughs> and things like that to actually start an event company. We didn't have that then. Now you know. 15 years later, we found ourselves both at the exact same role at uh, sister properties of two big box Orlando properties for the same brand. Um, again, very unique that we would have the exact same title for the same same company. Um, thinking, oh my gosh, how much longer can we maintain this hustle, this grind, and someone else's terms? Maybe it's time we start our own company. Oh, so you but had those thoughts. We had those thoughts prior to who's got time COVID nineteen. Yeah, right. And especially anyone who knows the hospitality world or the event world, there's no time to go to the bathroom. Sometimes there's no. I mean, you are just twelve hours, fourteen hour days, nights, weekends, nights, weekends. Um, you know, there's you don't have the time to have a side business or you know develop something the way you would want to develop it so here we were both furloughed together and you know again that's kind of the the end of our parallel is now we're furloughed together is what we say on the on the homepage of our website um and talking every day trying to keep each other motivated trying to keep each other positive it's really hard to but what, get what what inspires you though because when you read your blog mm-hmm. like you both write very inspired um and i think i know just from reading it but i would instead of me guessing i'd rather have you tell me like when you started this project yeah what was it that was inspiring you what was your end result um and i'm gonna hint a little bit yeah i i feel almost like the mom comes out Mm -hmm. but but it's you talking about your teammates you talking about the people who are also in your same shoes Mm -hmm. that you just care immensely about yeah um would that be your inspiration 100 percent. okay 100 percent. and i think what happened was um you know 
when I specifically got furloughed, um, so I was the number two um, of my department, and the first kind of round of people to get furloughed was my level. And then in August, same thing happened with the layoffs. All of the number twos, that's what their strategy was at my property, uh, for the most part, all got kind of taken out together. Well, for me, I just had such a hard time processing that day after day after day because... Like feeling like you failed? Uh, no, feeling like just that empathy and that sympathy okay. for my colleagues gotcha. that I knew we were so close and such a team and we had just come off the biggest year you could ever even dream of. I haven't even written that blog yet, but um, that one is going to be called Legacy Projects. Um, 2019 for my property was the legacy like banner year back records to back broken. super bowl for we two huge leadership conferences for our brand that's unheard of for the same hotel to to produce two years in a row um basically it was like i worked for the corporate company of the brand um and we had all just given each other some blood sweat and tears between my chef my director of banquets the executive steward like just all these core people and um, it was just crazy to all of a sudden be told, you guys are all gone. Yeah, you went from popping bottles to picking up bottles. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, t completely. And I knew the level of talent in each of these individuals. And it just broke my heart to know that all, all of these people, myself, were sitting now benched, as I say. And, yeah, and they have nowhere to go. Um, nowhere to go other than... Yeah, exactly. Nowhere to go because the industry has been dismantled. Yeah, it's one thing if you're like a CPA for a large firm, the large firm yeah. gets in some kind of legal trouble. Yeah. And that one firm right. folds. But you're mm -hmm. talking about your brand right. and your property. Yeah. They didn't do anything besides come off two record-breaking years, yeah. but a yeah. worldwide pandemic right. dealt them the... Exactly. Pardon my French, shittiest hand you could ever be dealted. Exactly. Yeah. And now, not only are you displaced, but all of these super talented, hardworking, yeah. driven, educated right. people are displaced right. with really nowhere to go. And they all had families. And so we all stayed very close-knit. And before Gladdy and I even decided okay, let's let's do something together. It was kind of those daily conversations of my, that core team that were now outside of the property and we were staying in touch and keeping each other motivated and what can we do? How can we still keep the band together? How can we do our own thing now? And we had a, a lot of kind of focus groups and conversations about maybe how we could, you know, be consultants together or, um, you know, freelance and, Essentially, some of the ideas that we had, we just decided we're, we're never going to be able to get back into these properties as consultants because if they need labor, they need to call back their furlough mm -hmm. people first. So we kind of had that reality. And then um, all of a sudden, my executive sous chef, he decided to start doing live stream cooking videos. And kind of like, just like, like on fun. YouTube? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. He started out um, doing like Facebook Live and Instagram Live, and you know, just to kind of stay at it. He's he's known for being extremely charismatic. What's his name? Can we give him a shout out? Yeah, it's uh, Chef Vincent Connie, and okay. his brand is Evolving Foods, which is now on YouTube. Evolve. Evolving. Evolving Foods, Evolvin foods mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yeah, okay. exactly. He's on YouTube. Um, and All the cool kids are on YouTube, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely a cool kid. Um, and so I kind of found myself over here being his number one cheerleader. And every Thursday night, my family and my little son, who's four, who is obsessed with Chef Vinny, we would all watch him together and we would make the dish and then post about it or text him. And I kind of realized, like, Ooh, wow, you know. I see an idea being born. I see an idea. And yeah. all of a sudden, I texted Gladdy one day. I said, I think it's time. I think it's time that we start our company, but I don't think it's 100% about event consulting right now. That, we can layer that in and mm -hmm. we can do that in our sleep when the time's right. I think it's about growing the awareness for the people like Chef Vinny that are redefining their lives, pulling it together, have the drive, have the hustle, and are not gonna let this these circumstances define their lives. And Lo and behold, I mean, you know, people just started coming out of the woodworks. And the second they found out what we were doing now, we just have such a diverse amount of brands that need that little boost of promotion. Need and these are people who are, who are they're pivoting, right? They, Completely they, pivoting. they were yeah. furloughed. Mm -hmm. They're naturally probably creative. Mm -hmm. They're hardworking. Yes. They're hustlers. They have a they're hustler hustlers, men yeah. mentality mm -hmm. and they need to figure out how do I pay my bills? Exactly. And what you're, what we're finding is a lot of them are that they were the director, they were the assistant director, they kind of had that leadership mentality already. They had that they were top performers for a reason. And, you know, usually it's, it's hard to get to that level. And so you can kind of take those skills and now apply them in a different way. And, you know, most people have a hobby. Most people have a passion. You have these other things, right, that are interests for you. And, when you finally get the time to think about them and remember them because you're not in a, in a kitchen plating up dishes or you're not serving or whatever the case may be, you finally remember these layers to yourself that you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot I... Well yeah, you're, was, you're you're yeah. finally given the time yes. to mm -hmm. put consistent, right. consecutive thoughts together. Yeah. Whereas before it was like, oh, I have 15 minutes to kill. Oh, I'm slow for this half an hour. Right. Um, it's funny when I read John Maxwell's Five Levels of Leadership, which is a great book for anyone who's in leadership. Mm -hmm. But when you get towards like levels three, four, and five, that's when Maxwell actually starts teaching leaders mm -hmm. that you have to be able to empower those that are on your team to yeah. do your work right. because now your job is to be the thought provoker. Yes. Because if you're, if you aren't given time to think, you aren't yes. given time to grow. A lot of your 100%. innovators yep. were given time to think not on their own right. choice, but by being mm -hmm. furloughed. And then all of a sudden they're realizing like you, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. I had these great business ideas. Yeah. I can finally put pen to paper and, and hammer them out. Exactly. Uh, here's a little, a little plug for, um, Anyone listening who is an employer, mm -hmm. right? So my background, I'm in the mortgage industry. Yeah. I, I help run eight branches for Waterstone Mortgage. Mm -hmm. The mortgage industry is the exact opposite of hospitality. We're having our Super Bowl record-breaking year okay. this year. We can't hire fast enough. Wow. We can't train fast. We don't have enough humans mm -hmm. to get through the amount of loans that, wow. that, are, that are available. So I'm going to plug... Mm -hmm. 
anyone who is in an industry like the mortgage industry, mm -hmm. and this is coming from experience. I am a hiring manager. I've had the luxury of, of hiring hundreds of associates mm -hmm. over the past decade. If you want someone who is hardworking, educated, um, loyal, look at your hospitality, yeah. great customer service, yeah. the ability to grin and bear it, the mm -hmm. ability to embrace the suck. By the way, they're not afraid of long hours. They're not yeah. afraid of crappy schedules, which in the mortgage banking arena, we're Monday through Friday. Yeah. Like occasionally <laughs> we're like, hey, you may have to work late one night, mm -hmm. but by the way, we'll pay you overtime. Yeah. Hey, we may need to pay you double time, but can you come in Saturday for three hours? Yeah. You're like, oh my God, three hours on a Saturday? I was doing 16 hours on a Saturday. Right. But I, will, I would encourage... Um, folks who are in hiring positions, look towards hospitality, mm -hmm. especially if you're in an area of the country, California, Florida, Nevada, that is really high in hospitality. Mm -hmm. There's some of the best people, the hardest workers, the best teammates who give great service. Mm -hmm. It would behoove you to spend the 90 or 120 days to get them trained up to do whatever your skill is, because what you can't train is everything else intangible that they're yeah. bringing. Right, because you can go out. I can go out and hire someone that has every skill set I need. Mm -hmm. But what if they're not customer service savvy, right. and what if they don't have the work ethic mm -hmm. and the ability to embrace the suck and work well mm -hmm. in a team environment, the way yeah. people from hospitality? So that's just my own shameless. Not even shameless. It's a yeah. dead-on plug. Look towards the displaced associates of hospitality to fill your needs because yeah. you can find some of the best people and then train them up to be exactly what you've ever wanted. Yeah, 100%. And I appreciate that. I know, you know, any from, anyone from hospitality listening appreciates that because that is so true. And, you know, I, I think obviously depending on your position, um, the majority of the folks that are in hospitality, it, it's not always about the money, you know, it eventually becomes about the money as you work, work your way up a little bit. It has to be at some point. Um, well, vacations but, are fun. Yeah. Va vacations <laughs> but they're are also fun expensive. And, you know, um, but at, at the same time, you can't, you can't always put a price on that level of suck that you just explained, <laughs> you know, you can't put a price on the hours are away from your families and we still do it because of the guests and because of the passion and we're basically all addicts inside for creating experiences so yeah um tell me more about the the, the website the the blog the yes. brand mm -hmm, the brand what yeah. what if pull yourself okay laura out of it mm -hmm. and think of you as the consumer right mm -hmm. so the wife the sister the mom the 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 ex executive like what would cause someone to want to come tune into what you're writing about so um basically we consider ourselves a, a promotional network where we are kind of you said it on our um discussion the other day kind of like that incubator of of bringing these innovators together and sharing out their stories and so for that consumer that you're talking about, it's really about being inspired, whether you know somebody in that position or not, or as a consumer saying, hey, I really like that particular product or service and I need that. So how about I order from this innovator or I call them up for their service because 
they need my help. Um, so that's kind of what we want to do is number one, give them that promotional boost to help grow their following, get their story out there. Uh, all of their stories live on our blog under the innovator category. You'll see that we have uh, the innovator stories. We have our lifestyle stories, which is what Gladie and I personally write. That's a little bit more of our fun, quirky, whatever we're feeling that day kind of kind of thing. Yeah, to, to me, your lifestyle is the reason why I subscribe to blogs. Okay. It's because, right? It's yeah. like... I'll, I was reading it. I'm like, wow, this is entertaining. Uh-huh. It's insightful. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and for many people, especially those that are that are working moms or or, right. or career men and women, mm-hmm. it just hits home. Like like the stuff that you're writing Thank about you. is like kind of like an ah ha ah, ah, that yeah. you know, it's kind of nice. Um, whether it's misery loves company, yeah, right. Yeah, it's exactly, like oh, yeah. I'm yeah. glad I'm not the only one dealing with right, this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, or sometimes mm-hmm. just the inspiration. Yeah. You know. Yeah. To, but. Um, and and I I love the innovator aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So when I, I was just hearing you talk and explain the the brand and the blog and the website, if you are an innovator mm-hmm. and you want to be discovered, yes. Check it out, right? Check it out. We have um, two places on our website. T- typically, we direct to our homepage, and then the other place is on the showcase page. Um, but on the homepage, uh, both of those pages at the very bottom is an innovator submission form. So if you, that's where we direct everybody because we have people that are texting us or emailing us or DMing us on Instagram. We always let them know, just funnel it back to going to the website, filling out the submission so we can track the, track the leads. It kind of allows us to, we have them do like a quick blurb about what's your story. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that they've been furloughed, they've been laid off because we're trying to keep the integrity of the brands that we're representing and promoting really to those individuals, um, not somebody who just is looking for a free promotion. Um, we can kind of vet their story. And now that we've released our light bulb moment highlights last week, which is a little bit more of a QA interview style um, publication, I guess, um, we can kind of vet now, are they a, a full feature story or are they more of a light bulb moment? Depending okay. on what was their inspiration for their business or what their story was. We can kind of vet it a little bit different. And then from there, um, we kind of make those decisions. We have two different interview questionnaires that we have, depending on what Gladie and I decide. And we email them with the questionnaire. When they send those interview questions back, then if they're an innovator feature, then we do a Zoom call with them where we have a very candid interview. It's our way of getting to know them really well, um, kind of help get us very you know, clear quotes from them and just kind of understand who they are um, versus writing or he, reading very formal answers on a, on a piece of paper. That way, when we turn around and write their story, we can layer in that sense of really relatability and authenticity and really convey who this person is and the additional reason why you should experience their website or experience their product because they are this person to their core. Well, and, and we, we will ask, I mean, if you're listening to this, you made it this far, please support these people, right? Yes. Go to the website mm-hmm. and, and, and read about their story and look about what, look into what they're doing. If it's a product or service that interests you buy from them or, or contract with them right. because you are helping someone who was recently displaced mm-hmm. Um, get back on their feet. Right. And and also, if you were one of those people recently displaced and you don't have an idea right now, mm-hmm. 
go to RF Redefined. RF. You know what it is. <laughs> it's Rodan and it's, Fields. It's Rodan and Fields, yeah, which yeah. you and I talked about last week. Yeah. Um, which this this uh, podcast isn't even about that. Yeah. But yes, let's try it all, all mm-hmm. over again. HFredefined.com yes. is, is the website. But check it out. See what these innovators mm-hmm. are doing in yeah. other markets because there could be an opportunity for mm-hmm. you to swipe and adapt yeah. and not compete against them but to champion alongside of what right. they're doing and build on their success, exactly. it may help you spark some of your own creativity. Yeah, and definitely, you know, the collaboration piece of this is every day at my head just kind of like explodes with more and more and more ways to spin the concept and, and you know, and, and blow this up even further. Um, but I am encouraging our innovators to collaborate with one another. And so as the kind of that central unit of, I know what they do and they do and they do and they do and they don't know one another, I have, we have a private Facebook group where we call it the Innovator Hub, HNF Redefined Innovator Hub, or the second we start working with them, we invite them into that hub. So they can start to communicate with one another, get to know one another. Oh, perfect. I let them know, hey guys, you know, tonight we're featuring so-and-so. If you can take a look at it, help us promote that, support them, um, you know, tag whatever. Um, at the same time, I'm so uh, intimately involved with what they're currently working on that I can say, hey, you know, this brand, you could really probably, you could probably really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Collaborate. Uh, Collaborate with this person. Mm -hmm. You have ideas that marry each other really well or complement one another really well without competing with one another. And so we're starting to get into that groove a little bit more. Um, I know that, so Chef Any with Evolving Foods and then a photographer, videographer company that we featured, Capture Events, they're already, they're already like scheduled their own collaboration where now they're gonna help them with the videoing of the videos. And I don't know if I'm allowed to like say all this, but I love that they've already made that connection and said, hey, we can both help one another because you've got this skill set, I have this skill set. Now we can cross prom- Which promote that, one that another. has to fill your bucket, right? I mean, I that's mean, exactly that's... why why we did this. And um, so then we came up with going into the holidays, and this was actually an idea that I was had just rolled out at my last job, um, and that is called seasonal solutions, and. That was kind of my idea. I got like one or two rounds of that um, with my chef friends, and then obviously we said goodbye. But now I've taken that that idea, and we've rolled it out into what's going to be launched in about a week or two as our seasonal solutions page, where now I'm pulling all the innovators and saying, who's got something for Thanksgiving that you want me to feature or showcase or whatever. So they're all kind of, you know, some people doesn't really apply to their brand. Some people are like, yes, we have this. And um, so now I'm building out a webpage with Evolving Foods has something. Gin and Tonic is going to do some cocktails, but guess what? I'm going to have one of them paired with the dish that Chef um, Chef Vinny is doing, and kind of promote that as look. You can use her cocktail with his dish. Um, they both live in two cities, but look how they suddenly work together. We've got a tablescape girl. We have an event decor or a, a table decor brand. So all of a sudden now, I can say, let my innovators set the scene for your dinner table 
by using all five of these brands. So that's kind of how it's starting to it's starting to pull together, and then we'll do the same for Christmas and you know evolve that throughout the year. So the blog, witty, funny, well written, entertaining. Thank you. Right, but that's like not even one fifth or one tenth <laughs> of what you're doing because. Mm-hmm. The, the, the blog is the blog, but then there's the innovators you're featuring. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're featuring them so that, A, their products and their services yeah. can can be promoted exactly. properly, mm-hmm. uh, but also so they can collaborate. It's almost like its right. own little, like, B&I for those people yeah. who are, like, business networking. Yes. But you're yeah. doing so in a way more fun way, in a more mm-hmm. 2020 way. Mm-hmm. Are you doing any coaching yet? Like, are, like, like let's say I am furloughed, and let's say yeah. I, I need to pivot. I yeah. think I have an idea, but... I know nothing about mm-hmm. whether it's business licenses or websites yeah. or where to start. Yeah. Do you offer those services yet? Or is that like 2.0 2021 type uh, stuff? 2.0 2021. Okay. But definitely, definitely in the vision plan. Um, we are going to be rolling out some master classes that will have um, being offered, whether it's from ourselves and our, you know, our own skills or we are starting to look at um, how to pull in some some industry sponsors in very in very different um, different channels of resources that somebody would need to start a business. So an attorney, a website CFP, development, a CPA, website yeah. develop, a brand photographer. Um, so that's going to be kind of you know I want to grow the following and grow the following a little bit further and then start to look and start vetting you know who would be a right fit to or unwilling of course to be a partner sponsor you with should us. look um dennis miller okay uh dennis i'm gonna look over towards jc right now i cannot remember what episode he was on but dennis is one just wildly funny okay uh, dry sense of humor ucf guy okay he is a like serial entrepreneur he his career started off website development. Okay. Um, website development, and then it was more like lead generation in the travel industry. Okay. But in the past like eight years, Dennis has taken his expertise in small business and um, lead generation via websites. Okay. And he has successfully launched a rollaway dumpster business. Oh, wow. He has successfully launched a. Um, Every hotel could use one of those. Uh, well. Interesting enough, his rollaway <laughs> dumpster business is more geared towards solving a need for homeowners because most rollaway dumpsters are too big to fit in residential neighborhoods okay. and in driveways. That, that that business was already uh, built and sold. Okay. Um, but he successfully helped uh, wow. launch a pool, like a pool cleaning business. Okay. Successfully helped do um, seamless gutters. Okay. Um, as well as um, attic. Um, insulation blowing. Wow. So, but Dennis is a website lead guy. Got it. Okay. But he took that and himself has parlayed that mm-hmm. into businesses that he's been a part of okay. and, and made money off of yeah. on the side. So someone that you definitely want to, and I'll, yeah. offline, I'll make sure you get his contact yeah. information. And then yesterday we had in, um, an attorney. Mm-hmm. Okay. So local attorney. Now yeah. we were talking about uh, kind of nerdy housing stuff yeah. like like tenant and landlord yeah. mm-hmm. uh, type uh, yeah. type stuff. But he's a super cool dude, okay. wickedly smart. Uh, could, if yeah. anything, put you in contact with sure. the right attorney who who obviously because everything's about personality match. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. if if your average innovator has mm-hmm. a certain personality of creativity or a certain mm-hmm. demographic, I would think you'd want to pair them with an attorney and with yeah. a CPA and with a website yeah. developer who. 
they would connect with on a personal level as yeah. well as professional level. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So, so uh, Joe, Joe was the attorney. Dennis is the website okay. guy. Um, just. Yeah. Shout out to those two guys because mm-hmm. they're friends of the show. And, yeah. and Todd. Todd. Oh, and, and Todd yes, Bryant. Exactly, yes. If you yeah. need a certified financial planner. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I had to, you know, actually, what I guess, um, you know, en- enjoyed seeing what we were doing and actually reached out to us about that. So Yeah, it's, it's um, funny how that works. I used to jokingly say, so my wife and I have been married for 19 years. Congratulations. And, but, yeah, thank you. Uh, we survived. No. <laughs> No, it's, it's fantastic. We survived 19 years. We survived 19. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to survive the next 49 or yeah, however long it, sure. it goes until she kills me. But um, but no, like I recommend to everyone a financial advisor, a financial mm-hmm. planner. Like for many years, especially in the early years, like yeah. that was the only marriage counselor I needed. I didn't need yeah. a marriage counselor. I needed someone to sit down with, with me and her and be like, hey, Michelle, you're not 80 and dying soon. Yeah. Quit acting like it. And hey, Dustin, yeah. you're not Superman. You can't save the world. Mm-hmm. So quit thinking like like you can. And somewhere in the middle is where you should be making your financial decisions. <laughs> We're totally the opposite. Yeah. And, and it, 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 it sounds like you and your husband are probably yeah. the exact opposite of that. So yeah, shout out to Todd as well. Yeah. Um, I I just can't commend like you enough. I love the Thank drive. You. I love the creativity. Thank I love you. the pivot. Um, thank you for very much for hopping on the show. So Absolutely. there's a thousand different ways for people to find you, Laura. Yes. Right. So instead of me butchering it uh-huh. the way I have like <laughs> twice already, um, I want you to give out your contact information, but before okay. you do, I'm going to make you answer one question. Okay. Okay. So one of the underlying themes okay. of this show is everything you should have learned in high school, but yeah. you didn't. Mm-hmm. So here you are a few years post graduating from both high school and from college, mm-hmm. 10 plus experience working in hospitality management at a very high level. Looking back, whether it was you a senior in high school in Missouri, whether it was you a senior at UCF, what are some things when you look you look back on your life, whether it's personal or professional, that you wish you knew earlier on that you could share with anyone listening today? I would probably say, well, number one, half of it is unteachable um a quarter of it is stuff that didn't exist back then like social media yeah. <laughs> and, you know, how to, you know how to build a website well, I, um, I love that but... so a quarter of it yeah you're right it, it, like yeah I, when i was in college we didn't yeah. have smartphones right exactly. uh, yeah. i soon graduated and they were like two yeah. or three years behind but i like the fact you said half of it you can't teach right i, I mean uh, the m- majority of that is well i guess now that i'm a parent you can but do they really listen? Right. Do exactly. they really comprehend? There are so, so, you know, definitely as a mom, some of the things that hunger, that drive, of course, you're going to try and instill that into your children. But I would say, and this is what I've learned recently, is diversifying your skill set. And this is a lot of what um, the blog that we just published this week, Roots Part 3, is about. It, diversifying your skill set is so critical. And... I've learned that the hard way now because I had all my eggs in one basket. I was all in with hospitality. I was all in with event management. And I was so busy all the time that, yeah, there were things that I was like, oh, I would love to learn how to do this or that or whatever, but I didn't have the time. Or I just decided I'm going to be with this company. I'm never going to not be unless it's my decision to leave or I am going to do everything I need to do for this role I have my my sight set on. So I'm going to train and educate for this this channel or this path. 
but then never thinking that the industry I was in would get dismantled like this. Mm -hmm. And so you just, you never know what's going to happen. I don't want to sound like Julie Chen, but expect the unexpected. If you're a Big Brother fan, you've got to expect the unexpected and you have to have a plan B. And the the coolest thing about what all these innovators have done is they might have had a side hustle and now they have the time to develop it. But let's say they get recalled. Maybe they weren't laid off. Maybe they were furloughed. They get that call. They have a choice now. Mm -hmm. Do I, I've now built this, this business. Am I just going to keep going with this and say, peace out hotel? Or am I going to go back knowing that I now have a business that I have the mechanics built up on? I can maybe still keep that going. Um, but you've got options now. It's and interesting. It's like you're you're saying in a certain essence in life, you have to be hyper-focused. Yeah. But then, like anything, mm -hmm. too much of a good thing can exactly. be can be too much. Exactly. And you have to find a way not to be as hyper-focused right. so that you diversify your skill set. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that is true with parenthood, your career, your relationships, you've got to really diversify that skill set. And, and now that I'm on the other side, you know, I used to, I'll be honest, I used to be the mom that was tearing into the daycare and <laughs> mad at the mom that was in her athleisure wear that was parked in the handicapped spot and chit-chatting with her cup athleisure. of coffee. Athleisure. <laughs> I, so I know I'm a dude when I did not know the term athleisure until right now. Guess but... what? I did until I was furloughed. Okay. And I have none. I have none. So that's like, and I haven't been shopping in seven months. And the next time I have money to, I will be getting athleisure wear. Good for you. apparently that's all I need anymore. <laughs> but, you know, there was that resentment of, don't they, you know, couldn't get in the door because they're chatting about where they're taking their next yoga class. And, you know, you, I'm late to the meeting and having that resentment. And now <laughs> I'm like, not that I'm chatting or being rude or anything like that, but now I'm the one that's rolling in with my ponytail on and, <laughs> I'm dragging the kids in and you just, you don't understand the perspective. But you're still wearing your, your, your power suit because you <laughs> haven't gone out shopping just, for your athleisure wear. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, you just, you, you realize that like, okay, now there were so many skills in my career that I'm applying on a day-to-day -day life now with my little internal clients, I call them my little four-year-old and two-year-old, um, but then vice versa, you know? But isn't it cool how transferable your skill set is yeah. now that you're being forced? Right. You're being forced to, mm -hmm. to transfer, like, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. A lot of these, these skill yes. sets that I have, I've noticed that just recently, whether it was through this podcast mm -hmm. or I helped two buddies uh, launch a real estate investment company. Oh, wow. And you, know, you think, well, what does a mortgage guy know right. about real estate investment? And although the two run parallel, they really don't. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is I do know how to start and grow and scale a business. Yeah. And I felt like, well, once I learned how to do that, mm -hmm. regardless if it's mortgage or if it's real estate or yeah. if it was, I mean, I think I could go sell Tupperware now mm -hmm. and it would follow yeah. the same career path. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And that's what you'll find in our lifestyle blogs, specifically the ones I write, is talking now, now my day-to-day -day is talking about my personal life and my kids and how I'm transferring those skills that I am dealing with every day and how I would or can advise other people to transfer those kind of skills 
into the hospitality industry and back into event management um, because that's just kind of the quirky way I think I guess is I'll have a a funny little rapport with my four-year-old and I will actually think about okay if I was at work that's like a totally what would happen in the middle of like an event and suddenly I have a blog idea and now I've made it an an industry resource hopefully to somebody to, to think about how I might apply that skill on the job site yeah you know what you're doing you're putting others first Thank you. Right, you I put, hope so. it, well, there's a saying if you put others first, you'll never be last. Okay. Right? And you are putting others first. Ultimately, your goal is to achieve a secondary career. But mm-hmm. talking to you and getting to know you, it's never been once about you, Laura Hartman. It's been about your people, your experiences, putting mm-hmm. that first, right. knowing everything else will, yeah. will fall in line. Something else you said that I found interesting when you were talking earlier, like, oh, well, before I didn't have the time. Yeah. And I, I take that statement because something, an epiphany that I have, and I'm a few years older than you, um, just a few, <laughs> so somewhere like there. Um, but I've learned just recently that I would change that, that um, statement to I didn't make the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I learned that just recently. Like, oh, my God, I don't have the time to do that. I'm like, no, I didn't make yeah. the time. Now, granted, in order to make the time, maybe I had to go to bed at 10 and wake up at 4. Yeah. And maybe I said hell to the no. Yeah. But I at least made a yeah. conscious decision. I say that all the time. We've listened to the podcast about writing a book. Right. I have said over and over, oh, I want to write a book. I want to write a book. And finally, I'm like, no, yeah. it's bullshit. No, I don't. Because mm-hmm. if I wanted to, yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just not willing right. to make the time at this mm-hmm. point in my life to do it. Yeah. My encouragement to those, based on what you just said about mm-hmm. skill set not being hyper-focused and make sure you're diversifying your skill set yeah. is... I'll take it one step further. Make sure you are carving out the time because mm-hmm. yeah. you have it. Somewhere yeah. in your day you have it. It may take getting up a half an hour mm-hmm. early or 45 yeah. minutes early, but you have it. Yeah. And if you want to make sure that you you have created your own safety net mm-hmm. and, and, and you're prepared for anything, right. m- m- maybe you do that. Yeah, exactly. Maybe yep. you do that. Mm-hmm. Any other parting shots before we, we, we hop off and uh, call it a wrap? Um, please visit us at it's hfredefined.com. Hfredefined.com. Uh, correct. Um, Where are you on Instagram? We are hfredefined. Uh, we're face everything is hfredefined. Um, and it's redefined with a D. Correct. Okay. Yes, redefined. Correct. We're on Twitter and um, Pinterest as well. Can they call you? Um, or do you prefer, prefer, you prefer email? Yeah, yeah prefer that's email. fine. Yep. Yeah, um, that phone calls for hfredefined at gmail.com or per, my personal um, that we use is L-A-N-N Hartman with two N's at gmail.com. Awesome. So. She's Laura Hartman. I'm Dustin Owen. You've tuned into the Loan Officer Podcast. Check out your furloughed people. Take okay. care of them. Interview them. Support what they're doing today. Laura appreciates you. I appreciate you. Check the Loan Officer Podcast out. Facebook, Instagram. If you ever need anything, you can't call her, but you can call me. The phone number is 407-645-6363. But we're out. Peace.